Hey, so today I want to give you essentially a four-week roadmap for how to get to the point where you're kind of roadworthy. Let's say you're, at the minute, your body, if you haven't been particularly active over the last few years, you're not particularly roadworthy. That's what I'm saying. You're like a slightly old beaten up car. No offence. And the danger is that you quite often will just jump into some fairly hardcore diet or hardcore training programme and your body's just not ready for it in the sense that your metabolism isn't working properly, your hormones are out of balance, your energy levels are all over the place. Your body is not kind of remotely primed to burn body fat, to build muscle or to change at all. And therefore you won't actually make very much progress at all, despite all of your best efforts. And then you'll just give up. You need some essential maintenance first. So your body, like I said, is a bit more roadworthy, uh, ready to rock and running smoothly. So I want to share today the exact four-week roadmap that I use with online training clients to help them fix their older sluggish bodies before then transforming them into something much more slim and sleek and powerful but obviously along the way you'll be building the habits that you need to stay in shape long term hi i'm chris this is the over 40 freaking awesome podcast you are very welcome first things first make sure you have grabbed all of your free guides at offercoach.com link in the episode description there's a men over 40 supplements guide and the dad bod overhaul training program there waiting for you completely free make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes leave a review at the end if you are enjoying the podcast and getting value thank you to whoever left the apple review liking my accent that's nice to hear i'm from the north of ireland the kind of typical irish lilty accent tends to be more popular you know that kind of they're always stealing me lucky charms my wife is canadian and repeats that voice back to me whenever she's trying to do an Irish accent. That's a kind of much more popular accent. My Northern Irish accent tends to sound aggressive, like we're ready for a fight, even if we're being quite nice. Fortunately, people like Roy McElroy, the golfer Liam Neeson, and Jamie Dornan, the actors, are all from Northern Ireland, and they are helping to, I suppose, showcase our accent a bit more worldwide these days. But thanks to anyone who's left a review of the podcast so far. I really do appreciate it. So today, I'm taking you through the four-week roadmap so that you can get to the point where everything in your life is on track, your body is ready to rock, it will respond to whatever you do in terms of fat loss and strength training. This is how I work with online clients. We have an upfront chat so I understand their challenges and their goals. Then I provide customized plans for their diet, their training and their lifestyle. But the expectation isn't that they then nail everything in one day or put pressure on themselves to be perfect straight away because it's a case of building to a point where those three plans, the diet, the training, and the lifestyle, are the norm. But over the course of four weeks, so you're taking it more slowly and that allows you then to deal with each bump in the road as you go along because it's only one bump at a time instead of it being kind of bump city because you're trying to completely turn everything in your life upside down to nail your diet, your training and your lifestyle plan straight away. So let's look at what you would do in week one if you're about to try and get yourself in shape. Week one is all about essential maintenance. You need a reboot basically, turning your body off and back on again because taking this step means you'll be able to burn body fat efficiently, respond to training, whether that's fitness or strength or muscle building 
and you will then make some fast, motivating progress in the following weeks when you do start working out. So you might be wondering, why is this step even necessary? Well, right now, if you haven't been looking after yourself particularly well, then your cortisol is high from your crap sleep and high stress levels. Your testosterone is too low from just not taking care of yourself. That's possibly down to too much alcohol, minimal exercise, hardly any time outdoors, low quality sleep, too much stress, being a bit overweight. Then also your digestion is messed up because you possibly drink far too much coffee and fizzy drinks and hardly any water. And also your body goes into shock anytime you exert yourself because you've hardly moved in months. So you're just, your body and your muscles just aren't ready to work out. So week one is really all about building some simple healthy habits. Sleeping more by getting to bed earlier, drinking plenty of water while cutting back on caffeine and getting out for some brisk walks because more and better sleep gives your body the recovery time it needs to rebalance hormones, rebalance your stress levels and your metabolism. Walking helps you to kind of tentatively build an exercise habit. And then this big glass of water with every meal helps you digest food better, speeds up your metabolism. And then if you can cut back on caffeine, that helps you sleep more deeply. Now, those steps may feel like overly simple and not enough because you're really desperate to get in shape as soon as possible. But, but failing to do those means the following weeks are going to be difficult. And like I said, your body isn't going to be primed to respond in the way you want it to when you do jump into a diet or a training program. That essential maintenance is a, a step that we often skip, but it's necessary because then in week two, we can help fat loss to happen because thanks to the previous week, your body's primed, like I said, to respond to any fat loss efforts. And the most sustainable, non-weird way, I suppose, to lose body fat is for you to find a way to get into a calorie deficit that you can stick to for weeks at a time. And we need to change the how of eating before you change the what. And what that means is don't worry about your actual meal choices. There's no need for you to switch to mung bean salads or green smoothies just yet. Instead, just take some simple steps to allow fat loss to happen, like I said. So simple things. Stop having any snacks between meals. Be okay with a couple of hours of hunger. If it's not a meal time, don't eat anything. Then don't have any calories after your dinner. Allow your stomach to be almost empty by bedtime. That means you can burn some body fat overnight. And then throughout the day, if you can keep your sugar intake low, that allows your insulin levels to stay nice and stable and that helps your body to burn body fat. And what that week's actions will help you realise is that you're not going to die or faint if you experience a little bit of hunger. And it's also important for you to kick any kind of sugary snack habits that you have between meals too. Switching to kind of healthier meal options that you've maybe seen online, that can all wait. If you can just nail those simple changes first this week, while still keeping up those sleep, water and walking efforts from week one, then we're getting to the point where your body is actually running the way it should be. Digestion, metabolism, health habits are all kind of getting to the point where you're ready to actually jump into a training program or a diet program and make progress. After those two weeks, you should be already be feeling better, more energised by now. And this is handy because we're going to do a little bit of exercise in week three. So let's imagine you drive an old minivan. You would not enter that minivan into a Formula One race. Because imagine trying to keep up with Formula One cars in your minivan in a Grand Prix. Your car would overheat and break down in no time and you're out of the race. Same with workouts. You jumping into some kind of snazzy hardcore powerlifting 
or muscle building program written by some 20 year old right off the bat is a recipe for a lot of unnecessary pain, a week's break between workouts while you struggle to climb stairs or sit on the toilet without wincing for week three, go lift some stuff, get moving a little bit, go to the gym a couple of times, use any home equipment like dumbbells or kettlebells that you have to reacquaint your body, I suppose, with being challenged a little bit. Use some light weights, just get moving, grease the grooves a little bit, get the various movements, squats, deadlifts, rows, just get your arms and legs moving, learn good exercise form. This week isn't the week for you seeing how heavy you can bench press compared to the big heavy weight you did once in high school. Someday, of course, you will get to the point where you can try and go heavier on some big lifts if that's what you want to do. But this week is just all about waking up your dormant muscles while still sticking with the sleep, the water, the walking and the eating habits that you started back in weeks one and two. And just by taking all of those fairly simple steps that may feel a bit unnecessary or a bit mundane, but they're not, Because once you get to week four, now it's go time. Because now you've got your metabolism running like a well-oiled machine, thanks to all the sleep, the water, the lack of sugar and snacks. Your digestion has improved, less bloating. You have a better relationship with food in general. You have an exercise habit built from getting out for walks in and around your busy life. And your muscles have been woken up, stretched a little bit, not completely pummeled to death, just from some tentative weightlifting. At this point, you're ready now. You're ready to jump into a training program to achieve whatever it is that you want and one that your body will now actually respond to. You're ready to clean up your diet further to fast forward fat loss if that's a goal in the knowledge that it will work this time because your metabolism and your digestion have been fixed. And you will be able to build all of these steps into habits that happen on autopilot because you've gradually introduced them into your busy life. You see how we built up slowly? We did that essential maintenance on our kind of older minivan bodies first. That is the key step that we so often miss in those kind of first few gung-ho weeks of desperately trying to get in shape when a flash of motivation hits you. But I get it though. Rebooting your metabolism, your energy levels and your hormones seems very boring when you kind of want to lose fat, build muscle and tone up your arms or whatever as soon as possible. It feels like a punishing workout and diet program is going to be the fastest way to achieve that. And so your brain tells you, jump into that as soon as possible. But failing to do that necessary groundwork first almost guarantees failure and disappointment because your body will not respond because it's just not ready. If you follow that simple roadmap, though, for the next four weeks, you will be well on your way to getting in shape, getting the body shape that you want, losing the weight from your belly and chest if that's what you want because you took your time to fit in the habit slowly but surely, you're going to be flying because you took your time. As ever, if you have any questions at all, reach out to me via email, chris at offcoach.com. If you'd like any help following that four-week roadmap I just described, you can check out the Ignite coaching page too. I'll link to that in the description. Promise me one thing though. This week, do what you can to look after yourself in some way, whether that's your health, your fitness, your well-being, your weight, whatever. Just do a couple of things, a workout, a walk, a healthier dinner, skipping the booze a few nights, saying no to junk food, just something that moves the needle a little bit for you and go from there. Take care, mate. I'll talk to you next week.